0: Welcome back to Celebrate Cultivate. I'm coming to you from my maternity leave with some of the best episodes from the show. Today, we're going all the way back to episode 12. Listen as I share what I learned during my inner voice session with Nicole Perkins. This experience back in 2020 helped pave the path to where I am now with intuition coaching, so it's super fun to revisit Plus, if you've been curious what a session with me is like, this will give you a little peek inside the process. Nicole and I have different styles, of course, but we were both trained by Jess Lively and have a similar approach. Let's go to the episode. Hello, friends today is the second part of my introduction to inner voice. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode, it's totally fine to start here and then go back and listen, or you can stop right now and listen to part one. That episode is all about some basic foundations of what inner voice is, how to access it, and I share a bit about a session that I did last January with Jess Lively and I answer some questions from our community on the topic of inner voice. So today I'm going to share my thoughts and reflections on the recent inner voice session that I did with Nicole Perkins from metaphysical me and I'm including audio clips from the session, which I'm super excited about. And I'm also a little nervous to share them with you because I definitely didn't go into that session knowing that I would air it on the podcast. And I feel like you're not just going to have a peek inside my innermost thoughts, but you're going to have a look inside my innermost voice. So it feels really personal. but. We're friends here, and I think that it will be a really good experience for me to share my reflections and a bit about my experience. And I also hope that it'll help any of you who are curious about this work to see what a session might be like. So I started following Nicole on Instagram earlier this year, and I really resonate with so much of what she shares. She is an inner voice facilitator who is trained by Jess Lively, and um, she was a guest on Jess's podcast earlier this year, and I talk about both of them in last week's episode, but one of the things that I really... that is so amazing about inner voice work is that it really does come from within and it comes from you. It's revealing the wisdom and the truth within yourself, which is so, so nice. Um, So I think in some respects, like it's important to resonate with the inner voice facilitator that you work with if you choose to go that route, but also to know that this is wisdom and insight that's within you and so ultimately like you're the one that's doing the session with you and the facilitator is really just a guide and a resource along the way um and i feel like saying that even through all of this like i still really love and resonate with spiritual teachers and educators and authors and guides um so i do think that it's like still a worthy pursuit to find inspiration from the realm of the world beyond yourself um but Ultimately, like, this is your life, this is your soul, this is your journey and your experience. So I think it's really empowering to know that there's so much support and wisdom that can come from within you. So um, that's just kind of a bit of an aside on the value of inner voice. And then something I've been thinking about is like, this isn't necessarily to negate the outside wisdom that you might find in reading or in listening to podcasts or you know any of the the education that you might be doing in in your experience but it's really to support you. As far as Nicole goes, like I don't I haven't known her for very long. I haven't followed her for very long just since the beginning of this year. And one thing I will say is that in recent months, some of what she's shared on Instagram and on YouTube from her client sessions has been a bit out there. and some of our clients are channeling and we talked a little bit last episode about what channeling is. Um, so, you know, this is just like an interesting data point and something that had me like a little bit nervous and a little bit excited to talk to her was just like this thought I had of like, I was nervous that, during the session, I might say something crazy or like I might start channeling. And then I was also, another part of me was nervous that like, what if I didn't like, am I not cool enough to be somebody who channels? So leading up to the session with her, I was, I did have some nerves and I was like a little bit like, Ooh, but ultimately I kind of just decided that I had booked this session, like I had to trust it and I had felt very like pulled and compelled by Nicole. Um, and I mean this, when I say it's like a little out there, it's also super cool. Like one of the things that she shared on Instagram was a clip and I don't know if it's on her YouTube or not, but it was a clip about how it was this woman ch- channeling through her inner voice. And it was talking about how we all, a lot of people like are really into the moon and we follow the moon and we cherish the moon and we have rituals around the moon, but that the moon is just a rock, <laughs> uh, just a rock out in space. And I mean, ultimately that's kind of true. And it made me think about like in, in listening to that clip, like I was a little turned off because I was like, but I really like my moon rituals. And I set up like an entire business model for my website design business around the moon cycles. Like it is a thing I am into. Um, so it kind of put me off, but then it also made me think immediately because the rest of that kind of clip is about how the sun is really the thing that we should be cherishing and the thing that we should be looking up to. And I mean, the sun illuminates the moon. So I don't necessarily think that it like negates it. I just think that it was a bit of a zoomed out view, like a broader perspective that one of the reasons why the moon is so amazing is because it's illuminated by the sun. Um, And so it just kind of expanded my thinking and made me realize like, not only do I appreciate the magic of the moon and how amazing it is, but the underlying force. The thing that makes it, one of the things that makes it so magical is that the sun is always shining on it. The other thing that that made me think of is that, you know, the sun, we have this like perspective of the sun, that it moves like we call it a sunrise and a sunset but the sun is constant like we're the thing on earth that's moving that's making it appear like the sun is rising and the sun is setting so again like this is just a different perspective a a different viewpoint of the same circumstance and it came from some one of Nicole's client's inner voices. And, um, another thing that she has up on her YouTube now is what one person's inner voice had to say about Trump, (laughs) which feels like super taboo and polarizing, like right out of the gate, but I say, don't knock it. Like go and listen to that. If you feel inspired to, there's really something special in there. If you listen to it, a different way of looking at things, a different perspective, a different viewpoint. So like I said, I was pretty I was pretty nervous going into the session, but I ultimately just wanted to have like a good experience. I wanted to enjoy it. I wanted to connect with Nicole. I wanted to just tap into that deep well of wisdom within me. And so ultimately I was trying to like just chill out on the mind and just trust, trust, trust that that was where I was supposed to be and what I was supposed to be doing. So The session itself was really, really good and I gained some clarity on a few interesting things and i had some insights and i'm still kind of letting all of that unfold and unfurl um after the session i jumped right onto my phone and recorded the most low budget unedited <laughs> unscripted version of an igtv possible so you can see that if you go to my instagram page kayleen elise but it is um kind of hilarious like at one point the phone falls and I'm I'm not even like going to edit it out, right? Like I just posted it. So that is um, where you can find just like my immediate quick reaction on how I felt right after the session. Um, This is several weeks later, having listened to it and having some real reflection. So before the session, Nicole emailed me and asked for three questions or areas that I wanted to focus on. And immediately my mind was like, just three things like I didn't necessarily book the session with a big grand question in mind I hadn't really thought through like well what do I want to know about and if you know me (laughs) that's kind of common like I love doing these kind of self-exploratory things but I very rarely go in with a specific set of questions in mind So when I got her email, I like made a joke that I felt like it was like the genie's three wishes. And, um, I felt like a lot of nervous pressure to get the right questions. Like I didn't want to mess up and, um, you know, you can't wish for more wishes. Right. So like I had to get three good wishes. And so this is what I sent to her. I wanted to know what does my inner voice want me to know? What should we talk about? Which sort of felt like a bit of a cop out, but also like What better way to to get to the source but to ask (laughs) what are we supposed to talk about? And then I have been really curious about past lives and I feel like that's something that's come up quite a bit. So I wanted to know would knowing about my past lives be helpful or relevant for me in this life and if so, how should I learn about them? And then is there anything I should be doing differently with my work? And I also ended the email by saying to Nicole, you know, if you have any favorite questions or something that you wish people would ask their inner voice, I'm totally open. So just, I'll follow your guidance and, you know, follow your lead. So she responded like short to the point, said, I know exactly what to do. And I felt like calm and confident that she she could handle it and um this kind of leads me to the preparation for the session which i did in my closet And my closet is like my safe haven, my little space, especially while we've been staying home through the coronavirus. My closet is the only place in the house that's like 100% truly mine that I can shut a door and no one's gonna come in on me. (laughs) Like our office has Glass doors, and so the kids can see in, and it's not, it's definitely way less private. So, I did the session in my um, closet, and I wasn't sure if I wanted to sit up or lay down. I think ultimately I did end up laying down. Like, at one point, she suggested that I get more comfortable, and I did. I laid down. I'm pretty sure. I really can't remember. It doesn't matter. But the session was audio only, which was really nice. I know that there's like a ton of value in doing Zoom calls and like meeting face-to-face and I've really enjoyed those through, especially through coronavirus, but um, doing this particular session, this kind of work audio only was really nice because it allowed me to focus on not being the person, so much, and just allowed my inner voice to shine through because I wasn't seeing Nicole's face, I wasn't seeing my face. I closed my eyes, and I feel like there's a bit more comfort in closing your eyes when it's audio only. Um, so this is really different from like a traditional coaching session um, where I would prefer meeting face to face. So I really liked that it was audio. And at the beginning of the call, she she said this in the email, but in the beginning of the call, she, she would just like she dove right into it. So there wasn't like any chit chat or anything like that. And she told me in the email that if we were going to chat, it would be at the end of the session. So I kind of knew that going into it. So at the beginning, she kind of talked me through some things. She reminded me that doing a deep exhale is a good way to get out of the mind and to quiet the thoughts and to allow the wisdom of my inner voice to shine through. So In the clips that you're about to hear, there will be moments where you hear like some deep exhales and that's really just in those moments I was feeling a little bit of hesitation or a little bit of like concern on my mind's part and so giving those deep exhales kind of separated my mind from the response and allowed my inner voice to come through. So we'll dive into the first clip, and this is from the beginning of the call. And you can hear how encouraging and supportive Nicole is, but she also asks like really great and pointed questions to the inner voice. And in this clip, she's gonna ask about which path I should be taking. Um, She asks about failure and more. So let's give it a listen.
1: Inner voice, is there any particular way that you want her to come
2: to you when she wants guidance? Just listen. Write, walk, talk. I'm always here. Mm -hmm. It's
1: beautiful, inner voice. Inner voice, you mentioned that you're always there with Kayleen on her path. It was how will she know which path is the right path for her?
2: <laughs> that is a question.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Good job with the breaths. Mm-hmm. It isn't about right or wrong. She can just go and be as the path unfolds. It will keep unfolding. Beautiful her voice. her voice, how will she know which step to take? <laughs> which direction to go? She always wants to know. Just, just keep going. It isn't. There really aren't a lot of directions, even though she feels like there's so many. She's seen a path, um, an intersection with many, many different paths. And even though it feels like that to her, that isn't really the case. If you, she, she's seen if you zoom out, the tiny little pathways still lead in the same direction.
1: Wow, inner voice, so is there no, okay, so inner voice, does that mean there's only one direction that Kayleen is going? Right, yeah. Where is like, that
2: direction? I'm seeing and I'm seeing like tiny little arteries that if you stand in the middle, it looks like they're all going in disparate ways. But then if you zoom out, they are all going the same way. Mm-hmm.
1: Inner voice that's beautiful. What direction is that? Forward. Forward. Forward to where inner voice?
2: Nowhere, anywhere. <sighs> <laughs> Does it matter the direction in her voice? Right. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. It's direction is is meaningless if it's going to the same place.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Inner voice. So
1: if. Kayleen is not on this path for direction. What path? What's the purpose of this forward movement that she's making?
2: To enjoy. She can meander and wander, or she can march, march, march. It doesn't matter. It's just a path.
1: Inner voice. What if she falls down, or makes a mistake, or fails?
2: There, there's grounding in falling, and there aren't really any mistakes. There's just learning and beginning, growing and beginning, going and beginning and beginning and beginning and beginning. Okay, so
0: I have a story to tell related to this clip. I spoke to a psychic medium last year who during the session, she told me that she saw me sitting in the middle of an intersection with six different paths. Like it wasn't a four way stop. It was a six way stop. And I was centered in the middle of it sitting down. And this depiction that the inner voice shares is so illuminating related to that session with medium, because when I spoke to the medium, that feeling of being in the center of a, of a six way stop really resonated. It was at a point in my life where I was building my business and growing the that's pretty woo podcast. I was selling books with Usborn books and more. I was interviewing for a position with a nonprofit. You know, I was trying to do a good job integrating my life as a mother and a wife and somebody who was launching a new business. And so I felt really pulled in a lot of different directions. And I also felt like I was so often like sitting in the middle of all these different paths to go down. And I felt a strong urge to have to pick one path but I never really did like I just kind of like started moving forward in every direction which felt they're like the right choice for me from time to time but then I feel like there's like this societal pressure to niche down and to get specific and um, so I had this like back and forth tug of war on like, am I doing the right thing by doing so many things? And should I be simplifying and doing less and all that stuff that I always talk about? So this specific visual and this message from my inner voice that it's possible that all paths lead in the same direction it takes so much pressure off of me. It's like really freeing to know that like no matter what, if I zoom out beyond like way above and beyond that six path intersection, that it's all going to eventually lead in the same way, but that just feels so good to me. So we talked about in the first last week's episode, like, how do you know if it's true or how should you know whether or not to listen to it? And it's that calm, easy, truthful feeling that For me, knows that I can trust it, so that is like an amazing feeling, and also just to know I had never really thought about the fact that failure is a pathway to rebirth. That, of course, in like I know failure is part of the process, but no matter what, like I feel like as humans we are engineered to be fearful of failure because like it's a, just an evolutionary thing to try and save us as humans. Like we don't want to fail. We don't want to die. Um, but to know that there is a beginning at the end of failure and that growth and beginning and failing and growing and beginning are constant. Like I know those things intellectually, but it feels so different now having gone through that session and to re-listen to it again, just to have this new viewpoint. It feels really amazing okay so this next clip that i'm going to share with you nicole asks about effort versus flow which i know is a topic that so many of us in this community are curious about and in the second part of the clip nicole guides the conversation to practical actionable advice which I really appreciate this is something that on a personal level, I kind of struggle with. And so this is like one of those reasons why it's helpful to hire somebody to walk you through these things. Because when I'm talking to myself and inquiring to my inner voice on my own, there. I I definitely haven't strengthened the muscle to ask good follow up questions. I'm great at it when I'm talking to my coaching clients or to my friends or you know when I'm giving when I'm in the role of advisor and guide. Like I can handle the follow up question like a rock star. But on my own to myself, it's a little bit more of a challenge. So I really appreciate the way that she does this. Let's give it a listen.
1: Instead of efforting.
2: What would you have Kayleen do? Flowing, of course. She's so drawn to it, the idea of it. And she's good at it when she isn't trying. What was the word in her voice? Flowing. Flowing. Beautiful. Flowing and growing. Flowing and growing. How do you see flow for Kayleen? she can swim with the current she doesn't have to fight against it and let the river carry her where the river leads Mm -hmm. but she can still swim she doesn't have to float unless she wants to it's beautiful inner voice we all want (laughs) to (laughs) float
1: float inner voice so to help make this really really applicable in kayleen's life what's a step you would give her in her everyday life to step into flow
2: she won't like it huh. but do <laughs> do less do less do less do less take it take some of it away and care less about the rest that's a path to flow she tries to bring everything with her into the river and it makes it so busy
1: Mm -hmm. beautiful inner voice inner voice I love your advice and your wisdom so with all the things like maybe she has a to-do list inner voice how does she know which things to take off that to-do list for now and the things that she needs to keep
2: job. She could take the things away that she doesn't want to do, or she could do them much faster so they would be done. And also, she could stop putting things on the list that just keep happening. Like laundry will always happen. No to-do list required. Stop tracking the things that are a cycle and just let those run on their little cycles over and over and over again. They will always get done.
0: I love this part of the session because I am really intrigued by the idea of floating That sounds amazing. Like Nicole said, we would love to all be floating, but also I have this real strong desire within me to try hard. Sometimes I do enjoy making an effort. And I think that in my journey and my self-discovery journey and my learning, as I got into this idea of flow and alignment, there is a tendency to if you buy into all of that there becomes this almost resistance to making any sort of effort because if you desire flow if you desire ease then our binary black and white brains want to say well then you can't work hard ever so i really love this idea of swimming which can be very hard, but with the current, like you can swim. When you swim with the current, you get to swim even faster. Um, but that doesn't mean that you're taking it easy. And I grew up swimming. Like I swam my whole life competitively. I swam in college. And so it does make sense that my inner voice would use these analogies even more so for me than like that Average person who still the word flow kind of would conjure up this idea of water Um, But it really resonates and sticks with me when these themes come up and I thought it was super smart and really helpful when Nicole asked like how does Kayleen know When to take things off the to-do list like how do you do that really inner voice and I mean I'm the kind of person in the past who will write things down on my to-do list that I already did just so I can get the satisfaction of crossing them off the list. Do you know what I mean? Like, have you done that before? That used to be something that like I prided myself on, but now I'm kind of looking at that differently and thinking that like the to-do list isn't, that isn't the thing. Like I'm not, The, the, my mission in life, my purpose for being here isn't about having a very like nicely organized and perfectly crossed off to do list. And this idea of not focusing so much on things that happen cyclically is really supportive for me and my energy and trusting that things will get done that they don't have to occupy a ton of space in my mind and on my to-do list is really freeing and i mean this for me specifically applies to like groceries and meal planning like it's something that happens every single week for me and it's been like a source of frustration it's been a thing that my husband and i fight about like it's just like it's very cool and exciting that my, my inner voice was like, take that off your to-do list. Like it still has to get done, but that isn't something that you need to spend any extra energy on. And in just the time between when we've, when Nicole and I did this session to this exact moment when I'm recording it, like I really have started to change the way my to-do lists function in that when I write something down, it's, way more inspiring already. And I'm just putting some of the, the fluff. I'm not putting it on my to-do list anymore. And that feels really, really good. So let's keep going on up next. Nicole asks about my experience as a working mom, which is something I think about a lot because my lifelong dream was To be a stay at home mom. Like, I thought that that was the end all and be all. That's really all I ever aspired towards. Um, Which, I mean, this is like kind of related. When I, speaking about swimming, when I swam my whole life, my end goal was to go to the Olympics. Well, I, okay, I didn't end up going to the Olympics, but I did make it to having a college scholarship. And then when I got to college, I realized like swimming was going to end and I was going to have to figure out like the rest of my life, which is a lot of pressure. And of course you don't have to figure out the rest of your life, but I had this like realization of a dream. Like I had made it as far as I was going to make it with swimming and I also had to f- then figure out what was next. And I hadn't even really ever thought of a college degree. Like I didn't even know what I wanted to study or what job I wanted to have because I thought I would swim my whole life. I would go to the Olympics and go to college and swim there. And then I would become a mom and be a stay at home mom. And now at 35, like I've come to the realization that I had this awakening at the beginning of 2019 where i just came to the conclusion that i had reached that idea reached that goal and it wasn't what i thought it was going to be and that i needed to dream bigger and dream beyond it and that my identity as a mother was very different than what i thought i wanted and it broke me open in a way because I got to where I always wanted to be. And then I realized I didn't want to be there anymore. And of course I'm like, <laughs> I love being a mom. And if being a stay at home mom was the thing that would serve my family best, then I absolutely would. And I think there is like, I have so much respect for women who, and, and men and people who are 100% caretakers and who stay home with their children like I think they're that is I have so much respect for that I think it's amazing um and it it wasn't really right for me so it was a unlearning it was an unfurling it was a big deal for me to kind of shift gears and I think that my husband and I thought that I would go back to work at some point but it was like more when the kids were in grade school, not when they were so itty bitty. And so this reflection is something that in this inquiry is something that I think about a lot. And in this clip also, Nicole asks my inner voice about the true essence of who we are, which is like a ginormous, big, esoteric question. And I really, I really like the response. Like it really does resonate with me and really does make me feel good. So let's, let's give this a listen.
1: In her voice, it sounds like such a unique gift that Kayleen has where she can combine mothering in the work. Is that a
2: unique like strength of hers in her voice? She is just here like so many others, to show us all that you are not just a mother, not just working, not just a person. You are so much, and you get to be and do so much, and no one thing defines your experience here.
1: So beautiful. And inner voice, if we take off those layers of the mother or career woman, what's left? What's the essence of who we are in our voice?
2: A shining, bright, white, radiant light. (sighs) leaning into all directions, bouncing along that same path, Bumpity bump, and just flowing along, laughing and giggling, crying. It is all filled with light. An inner voice. What is that light? Presence, power. Your soul energy magic stardust it's all that is and it's bundled within each and every one of you Mm -hmm. inner voice is it possible to live
1: in that essence 24-7
2: no well Yes, no, you do. (laughs) You just can't feel it. It's Um, always there. And it is always shining like the sun. You can't always see the sun, but it is always shining. It doesn't change. It is the sun. And it is the light within you. So whatever storm or shadow that surrounds it, it is still the sun.
1: Mm-hmm. And inner voice, if Kayleen were to turn up the knob of her inner light, how far do you think it
2: can go? She she loves that idea. She could dial it up as much as she wants. The dial just keeps dialing, turning and turning and turning. It doesn't ever stop. And it isn't it doesn't change the radiance of the light. It just changes its outward expression because the light is so bright but we cover it clothes, with sadness, with struggle, so take off the jacket, turn up the light, but it's already so bright.
1: Mm. In her voice, I know you said that. She can do a little less in her day, and she'd be in flow. What's one thing she can do to allow her light to shine brighter? What layer can she pull off?
2: Always trying to fix and tinker and toil. She isn't a mechanic. She doesn't have to fix what isn't broken. She's always on a kick to fix. And just like we said before about the to-do list and the laundry, there are just things that are part of life that will go, that don't need to be toiled with or fixed. She could ignore more and it would be a gift. Okay, so
0: this part connects to what I saw on Nicole's Instagram about the power of the sun. And it's always shining. The light within us is the same. Like it's always shining. It's always there. And this idea is amazing. Like we are so powerful. We are so magical. And also I don't think that we're meant to live in that space always. Like, I don't think we're supposed to live in the frequency of our inner voice 24 seven. I don't think that we're supposed to live with our light shining as bright as possible 24 seven, but what a comfort to know that it is always there. Even when we feel at our dullest, at our saddest, at the most bottomist bottom, like to know that that light is still in there shining is, um, it feels really comforting to me it feels very inspiring and it feels like i don't have to do anything i don't have to do anything and my light is still going to shine like and that's true for you too like there's you don't have to do anything. It's just gonna shine. Like we don't have to do anything and the sun is still shining and someday it rains and you don't get to see the sun and some days it's like super, super hot and you don't even wanna be in the sun's brilliance because it's 110 degrees outside in Austin. (laughs) Like, you know, there's a range of experiences with this illumination, with this brilliance and no matter what, it's always there. Like that's just such a cool thing i also really like this idea of ignoring more (laughs) that's literally not something that i would ever think of um but it's related to taking things off the to-do list um i sort of like the idea that if i'm ignoring things i'm not even putting them on the to-do list to begin with and i used to think um similar to how I would always put things on the to-do list to cross them off like I used to think that ignoring things was a sign of weakness within me like if I saw something and then I ignored it that that meant I wasn't doing a good enough job but all seeing all the cracks and the mistakes and the things to do like having that hypercritical vision doesn't always serve me. Like it's a definitely something that I'm pretty good at is like seeing the holes in things and seeing where stuff needs to be improved. But sometimes I have a hard time turning that part of my brain off. And so this idea has already started to shift my everyday experience because I am allowing more, like I'm letting things go. And again, like I never really thought about ignoring as a gift, ignoring as a good thing, but maybe ignoring is just another word for allowing, like just letting things go, loosening my grip a little bit. Like that is so cool. Okay. So this last clip jumps into the end of our session when Nicole and I are chatting about how things went. And I think that you'll be able to hear the difference in my voice and the difference in my vibe immediately. Like it's a lot more the me that shows up on a day-to-day basis. And Nicole wraps up with some parting words on trusting the simplicity of the inner voice's wisdom that really really resonates and it's kind of allowed me to see how some of the things that I like to teach the some of the things that I really like to focus on are so simple and sometimes I feel like it's not enough if because it's so simple but you'll hear what Nicole says makes perfect sense and you know I don't know what it is about us humans and what it is about our minds that just really wants to overcomplicate things and make, make things a struggle. But sometimes that's what we tend to do. And so this is a, a really nice thing to keep in mind. Let's listen. Because when you say the
1: word tactical, I Mm -hmm. feel like it's so mind mindy Mm -hmm. for us to Mm -hmm. want Mm -hmm. the step-by-step. And what I'm realizing is for the inner voice, it's more so how do we unlearn and how do we pull back the layers? Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm really Mm -hmm. excited for you to listen back to your recording because it it did say just take some things off your to-do list. So I wonder if you actually applied that and just had your to-do list took some of the cyclical things off or the habitual things it said. I yeah. wonder if that would make a difference.
2: Yeah. Cause honestly, like I've been like, I've been drawn to like, so I'm, I'm constantly seeking and learning and signing up for things and buying books. And I've, I, that's like, just like so much in my nature. And lately I've been like, I can't, I cannot do, I can't sign up for another thing. Like I can't do another thing. I need to just like do what I've done, like mm-hmm. whatever I've bought and like not sign up, not add anything else to my to-do list. So that's interesting that it like mirrored that thing that I've already been saying. And then also to, to go so far as to like take stuff off the list. That's a good idea yeah. in her voice.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it gave a lot of, it gave a lot of wisdom. Um, I think it's just listening to the recording, you know, and doing our best to just apply the wisdom and trust the wisdom that we're getting. Because I Mm -hmm. think sometimes it seems so simple. It seems too simple
2: Mm -hmm. and
1: too easy. And I think if we just kind of lean into that a little bit and know that that ease is possible for us, I think Mm. that's where the flow can really start to happen.
0: Since speaking with Nicole, I've listened back to this recording all the way through. And then I also listened to these clips more than once to prepare for this episode. So it's been a really nice way to integrate the session into my being and into who I am. And I'm hopeful that I can re- I have this recording now and I have this episode which like breaks it down even more that I can listen to it again. I also rewatched my session from Jess Lively's um, TV show that I did last January, that was like a year and a half ago, and I haven't watched that all the way through in a long time. Um, and it's interesting. I am really struck by the similarities and the differences between what my inner voice shared in those two sessions. I still think that there's like at the heart of my inner voice, a bit of ambiguity, (laughs) like When it says things like it's a choice and she can go either way, it doesn't really matter. Like, that's sort of how I feel about my everyday life. And it's one of those things that, like, I it can sometimes trip me up because I'm like, it doesn't even matter. Um, but knowing that is also really freeing. So I think that that is like really aligned with me as in my inner voice, but also me as who I am day to day. Like, there is a lot of consistency in that, and I also really loved the references to flow and water and waves. Those existed in both sessions, and I really see an evolution in my journey as a mother between the two sessions. Like in that January session with Jess, I was sort of like on the precipice. I was really... I hadn't really fallen into the decision to start my own company and build a business and launch a new podcast. Like all of those things were just ideas, um, in the back of my mind, like not even things that I had really explored. And a year and a half later, I am on my launching my second podcast and I have had a few different businesses and I have clients in a few different areas and so it's that kind of shines through in a way and it also makes me really excited Um, it makes me excited about the progress that I've made, the journey that I've been on, but also like what to look forward to in the future. Um, a few other things that we talked about that I didn't include in these clips was the existence of past lives. So she did specifically ask about that. And my inner voice gave, I, you know, like an interesting viewpoint, but it was like basically, she can find out about him or she can't it doesn't really matter and like past lives are sort of like memories they are resources and things that happened but none of it matters more than what's happening right now basically it was like it was a you know it it was helpful i guess but it really kind of it it kind of dampened my desire i don't know if that's the right word but it kind of it minimized my desire to pursue any past life stuff right now. Like it kind of just took it off of, took it off my to-do list. Like it just, it was a satisfying enough response to be like, okay, cool. They exist, but that's not like my primary focus right now. My inner voice did give some super practical advice on sleep. Um, Nicole specifically asked, like, how many hours of sleep should I get? And my inner voice said eight. Eight is great. (laughs) Um, And she asked if there's anything I should be doing at night to prepare for sleep. And my inner voice said the phone goes, which is really interesting, like, in light of the fact that i'm taking a digital sabbatical i have not been scrolling on my phone um my phone has not been part of my evening routine so that was great timing because it was easy to put that into practice and my inner voice said that it's important to take time to unwind and she did ask about the morning like okay great what should kayleen be doing in the morning and my inner voice totally acknowledged the current state of my mornings with two little kids that I don't necessarily have control over my mornings all the time and It did not outline some elaborate morning routine that I ought to be doing, which is really nice because I don't really feel like I have the space for that. And I feel like so often um, in personal development, in this realm of like wanting to improve your life and feel better and find alignment and blah, 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 like there's a lot of focus on the mornings being the place that you set the tone for your day, which I do align with, like I do agree with that. But as a mother of two young children that sometimes sets an unrealistic expectation that sometimes makes me feel like, well, if I don't get my mornings perfect, my day is going to be a mess. And it just, it doesn't feel great. And so I really liked that my inner voice was like, yeah, you know, um, the mornings just get going that's basically what it said like just get going um so I really liked that and I think on the motherhood and work thing before the clip that I shared I I cried like I definitely felt like if you've listened to Jess Lively talk about the beanbag like emotional release I did feel like that there was a heaviness that was lifted off of me just in broaching that topic with Nicole and with my inner voice. And one thing that my inner voice said that I'm still really sitting with is that for me, motherhood and career are braided together. And that idea of a braid and a connection between my identity as a mother and my identity in my career to know that like what I always thought was going to be, which is I had a career, then I had a family, then maybe I'd go back to work when my kids were grown to know that instead of those three separate things that I'm braiding an identity and braiding an existence that like feels so good. So this wraps up the episode for today. I hope you enjoyed this peek inside my inner voice and my session with Nicole Perkins as a special gift to celebrate Cultivate listeners. Nicole is offering 20% off of a session with her with the code 20% off. So 2 zero percent sign OFF. And you can visit her website, metaphysicalme.com, and I'll have a link to her site and the coupon code in the show notes for today's episode at celebratecultivate.com. And I wanted to share another review from Apple Podcasts because these do mean so much to me. Um, And I think it's a really nice way to to share like what y'all are saying. So Evolving Jen wrote, Kayleen inspires the listener to explore what is possible when you slow down, focus on the good and be open for magic to appear. I participated in Magical May and the podcast provided an opportunity to delve deeper and revisit the themes. As a mom, I can relate to how she creates time for family, self-care, and magic, and how those three can intersect and coexist. I'm looking forward to the next episode. So Jen, (laughs) you are talking about that braid, those three things together. I just realized that right here in this moment. Um, Wow. That's so cool. Thank you for leaving a review. Thank you for your words. Thank you for listening. And if you feel inspired to leave a review, it really does help the show and it does help get it in front of you know new listeners so i would love for you to share it i would love for you to leave a review and as you know i'm on digital sabbatical so i'm not on instagram i'm not on facebook i'm not listening to audiobooks i'm not listening to podcasts i am hanging out and loving life But if you want to connect with me, you can send me an email. My email address is Kayleen, K A I L E E N, at celebratecultivate.com. And be sure to sign up for my newsletter. I'm getting it up and running and sending out fresh inspiration and resources and so much goodness. So check that out. And I'm also booking out a few slots for coaching for August and September. So if you've been curious what it might be like to coach with me. You can sign up for a connection call. That's the perfect place to begin. And during a connection call, we'll spend 45 minutes together talking through any blocks that you feel like you're facing, anything in your way and get you on a path towards alignment and magic and integration and it'll it's just so good. So, visit celebratecultivate.com for more details and yeah, I think that's it for today. I'm sending you so much love, so much magic. I can't wait to hear what you think about this episode and I'll be back next week. Thank you so much for listening. Visit KayleenElise.com for links and notes from today's episode. Connect with me on Instagram. I'm at KayleenElise. Please share this pod with anyone who could use a little extra magic in their everyday life. Stay tuned for the next episode. I'll talk to you then.